0: Welcome everybody, this is the Bobby J Podcast, episode 1. This is the first episode I'm doing. Uh, It's titled, Do You Know Joe? I'm going to cover everything in this podcast, Uh, your Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, That's what this is going to be about. Uh, Obviously with the title, I'm going to go over the Bengals' first draft pick and kind of debunk any rumors of Why the Bengals would not draft Joe Burrow. Uh, I wanted to start this podcast off on a good note. Last season was abysmal. It was awful. Uh, Your Cincinnati Bengals have the first draft pick. That should say everything. They did not trade into that spot. So it was awful. Uh, I didn't want to whine, moan, complain every single week with the exception of our two wins. Uh, So I'm starting fresh. Uh, next week is the draft Bengals have the first pick and I don't see anything other than Joe Burrow coming to Cincinnati from LSU I'm extremely excited about this kid he has shown a lot of promise had probably the arguably the best regular season of a quarterback in college football or one of them so I'm excited to have him here Uh, which means It is the end of the Andy Dalton era. I applaud him. He has done fantastic for the Bengals. He was just never quite good enough to get us anywhere. Um, He's always kind of been that maybe a little above average to average quarterback carried by teams that the Bengals have provided him good defenses uh, and weapons around him. I... Hoping they trade him, I don't see a reason for him to be on this team any longer. We still have him for another season, but I don't see them keeping him uh, past honestly the draft. I'd imagine they would trade him for draft stock or before the season starts. Uh, basically, I want to go over starting off a little bit of what they've done. Uh, this has been one of the more Cincinnati Bengals or one of the more active Cincinnati Bengals off seasons. First things first, A.J. Green got the franchise tag. Hopefully we get him signed to a little bit longer term. He's getting older, he's been hurt a lot. I don't want to break the bank on him, but he is A.J. Green, arguably the best wide receiver the Bengals have ever had, if not the best. Uh, I would say he's a Hall of Famer. I wouldn't say a shoe-in, but I would like to think he'd get put in the Hall of Fame later on in his his lifetime. he gets the franchise tag. Hopefully we can get something done with him. Uh, Next up, we've got Jonah Williams is finally healthy, our first-round pick last year. seems like every single year the Bengals get a first-round pick and get absolutely nothing from them. Uh, Last season was no exception. Hopefully this season will not see that, especially with the first overall pick. Uh, Some of the losses we've had, we cut Cordy Glenn and long Drake Kirkpatrick he was expensive he was a mediocre maybe a little above average if that it always seemed like he was in good position and could just never grab the ball Um, but he he also got beat a lot uh, or had to commit a pass interference to not get beat Uh, so I'm, I'm glad to see them move on from both of those Cordy Glenn I was high on him when he wanted to play never really felt like he wanted to play Um, I guess Buffalo had that situation with him and then he came over to us, he's good he just doesn't like football I don't think Um, obviously I I don't know the whole situation but from what I've seen through his career it just doesn't look, look like the guy really wants to play football, I hope I am right about that because he was injured with a concussion I do hope everything is all right with that But he's gone, so he won't be dressing with the Bengals anymore. Um, We also lost Nick Vigil, Darquez Denard, and Tyler Eifert. Uh, It was time to move on for Eifert uh, for both parties. He's obviously been hurt so much in his career. I hope a new change of scenery down in Jacksonville will get him uh, jump-started. He is a talent on the field. He just can't stay on the field. Darquez Denard, same thing. Not to the same level on the field as Tyler Eifert, but I did feel like he was good. He was just always hurt. Um, he actually remains unsigned to this point. I think the Jaguars signed him, and then I think if I want to say it was a maybe a failed physical, I could be wrong on that, but as of last I saw, he has not been re-signed. Nick Vigil, linebacker, went to the Chargers. Uh What's made this offseason so important, though, is the Bengals actually did something in free agency. Uh, And the biggest one is DJ Reader, defensive tackle, coming over from Houston. Probably I had a friend uh, stated this, that this is probably the biggest free agent signing the Bengals have had in our lifetime. I can't discredit that, or I can't disprove that. (laughs) Um, I think he's going to come over and do wonders, in the trenches on defense for us. If anything, he's going to make Geno Atkins better. We got him on a, uh, we got DJ Reader on a four-year deal. Uh, He's going to come in, make an immediate impact. You can't double team him because you got Geno Atkins. You can't double team Geno Atkins because you got DJ Reader. So I I think they're going to give us some fun trench warfare in there uh, for the Bengals defensive line and hopefully open things up for Sam Hubbard. or Carlos Dunlap on the edges, or even Carl Lawson. Uh, next free agent we got, bigger name than necessarily player, uh, Von Bell. He's safety. We got him on a three-year deal. He's going to come in and bring in immediate uh, help, though, in the defensive backfield. Uh, he's going to be able to hopefully mentor and assist Jesse Bates, who I, I do like. He's showing some promise there at safety for us. It'll also allow Sean Williams to move down. Kind of be that hybrid linebacker that the Bengals so need. Uh, Maybe cover some tight ends, play safety hybrid linebacker. Uh, I think that'll give us some nickel options. So I'm really excited about Von Bell coming. If anything, it's a little bit of veteran leadership back there. Uh, We also got linebacker from Baltimore, Josh Bynes. He will be a starter. He's an improvement over Nick Vigil. Is he the greatest linebacker on earth? No, uh, but I do think he will upgrade from the horrible linebacker play we've had for a while. So I'm, I'm glad they did something there. We do need to address this in the draft, uh, whether it's second or third round. Um, there are some pretty good linebackers at the very top of this draft. Hopefully one falls and we can snag him. I'll get more into that in podcast number two on what we should do in some of the later rounds. Uh, after that, we've got two cornerbacks, Mackenzie Alexander, Trey Wayne's, both coming over from Minnesota. I like both of these guys; they're good number two and threes, uh, a cheaper alternate to Dre Kirkpatrick. We have William Jackson the third. We need him to really lead this team. He's got it in him. These two guys, I think, are going to come over replace. Uh, trey kirkpatrick and darquez denard for about the same level of play and cheaper so i'm 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 excited we've done that and got rid of our dead money there with the other two guys uh after that we signed three kind of bench guys i guess you could say Lashawn sims xavier suafilo he's a guard Uh, Lashawn sims was a cornerback xavier is a guard offensive guard he'll bring some depth maybe starts maybe not um i don't think he's gonna be a world beater but uh definitely good to have some depth on the offensive line with how bad our offensive line has been and then wide receiver mike thomas and no it is not that mike thomas he comes over from uh the la rams i guess coach Zach Taylor has seen him so he's got a little bit of knowledge on Mike Thomas may bring some wide receiver depth I'm not too sure this is a very wide receiver heavy draft and I could see us easily taking one in the second or third round I don't think we should but there's gonna be some studs in there and plus we've got three pretty good uh, wide receivers of our own so I don't see this guy making the team but I guess we'll find out so that's kind of what the Bengals have done in the offseason but what's what's the most important thing is what's coming up uh, the draft we've got first pick in the first three rounds and I'm really excited if we get this right but I'm not gonna go into the later rounds I'm gonna do what we need to be doing the first overall pick that is Joe Burrow i'm excited about this guy as i said earlier he's the best quarterback option we've had um not that we've had many but he's definitely an upgrade over andy dalton and he is going to come in with that carson palmer vibe when he first came in hopefully be better than him but carson palmer was very good when he came here he just was hurt that one year we all know what happened there um but what I want to do this podcast is go over reasons and rumors and I say media doesn't like Joe Burrow coming to Cincinnati because we are a small market team they don't want that Uh, so they've there's all these narratives so I'm going to try and go over some of them and explain why they're dumb they're not true or they're just downright idiotic So, stand by, and we will get into that. First, I'm going to take a break. Be right back. Welcome back. This is part two, and we're going to dive in. Why the Bengals are getting Joe Burrow, and why they're debunking all these myths, media, reasons (laughs) of... Why that he should not come here. Um, so the first and the biggest, most important one is the Bengals should trade back. Uh, it's in theory, it's great. Uh, Miami trades us, we get like five first and second round picks over the next two seasons, and then we drop down to number five and we dra- uh, draft to a Uh Yeah, it sounds good, and I do like that. I'm very high on Tua, too. Uh, He is, I think, going to be a good quarterback. He is a little iffy with his injury history. I don't think that's anything really to worry about. These guys are pros. It's rare to see quarterbacks really get hurt all the time. Uh, So I I expect him to have a pretty solid career. Uh, That said, I'm higher on Joe Burrow, at least as of this season. He showed me he's a better... NFL-ready or NFL-caliber quarterback. But I would not be upset if the Bengals ended up with Tua and some picks. Um, To the best of my knowledge, I have not heard Miami has offered this kind of deal where the Bengals get five first and second-round picks. Um, So I haven't heard that offer. All I've seen are the Bengals are dead set on Taking Joe Burrow so it's probably a long shot if this does happen uh, but this is the best option because we can really improve the team with all these picks is Miami going to do that I highly doubt it because they've wheeled and deal their players to get this kind of draft capital I would if I was an owner in Miami I would not want to unload all that um Unless you're that high on Joe Burrow over Tua, you've really done a lot of work over the past season or two to get this draft capital to improve your team. Why give it all up for one guy unless you're extremely high on him? And if you're extremely high on him, why are the Bengals letting him go? They have him. I mean, why would the Bengals give that up? So I, I just don't see Miami really giving us all that, agreeing to it. Um, so that... That to me is the best option, the most likely that will happen. But there are a couple other things that have just really stuck out, and I want to go over the second one. Uh, I've, I've heard this narrative: the Bengals are going to waste away Joe Burrow, so they should be polite and not draft him. First things first: when are NFL teams polite and say, "Well, you're too good to come here"? I've never heard that in sp- sports at all, pro sports at all. <laughs> No, with the Bengals wasting a career away. Yeah, we have not had much success in the playoffs, but we have had some pretty good regular season teams. It felt like we could never really beat the elite of the elite teams during the regular season the Patriots, Saints, um, you know, Green Bay, Kansas City at least when they're very good. It always seemed like we would lose the Steelers. i have had really good success against Baltimore in recent times, not last season, and I think in the next couple seasons they're going to be running this division, Baltimore, that is. But we have had some really good regular seasons, and we've had teams that should have won in the playoffs, but unluckily we've had some injuries. Uh, We all know 2015 uh, we also – you know, the Carson Palmer injury, you know, bring that up because it's true. We sh- both against the Steelers, but we had our quarterback go down, so we were playing with backups against that. And those, and people like to rag on us, but I mean, you lose your quarterback, your starting quarterback, you're a long shot to win anyway. Uh, but if you look at the top five draft picks, which Joe Burrow will not fall out of the top five. Um, you're looking at the Redskins, the Lions, the Giants, and the Dolphins behind us, in that order. Redskins have not been a good program. I would say they've been a worse program, worse franchise than the Bengals. So I don't understand why people think Joe is going to be so much better there. Or in Detroit, the Lions are not very good. Uh, the Redskins play in the best or I guess the most valuable division in all of sports, I would say, with maybe the exception of uh, the Yankees and Red Sox division, but and that's in baseball, but in pro football, you got Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, the Eagles, and the Redskins. That is the most valuable division. They're the worst program in that. You know, you had the Giants have won two. Super Bowls in recent times, you've had, you know, Philadelphia is fresh off one I think they're they've got their guy but you know they're they're good this year and the foreseeable future Dallas is always good never very successful when it comes to postseason but they're always a good regular season team and you've got a horribly run Washington Redskins I'm sorry I don't see them being a much better destination over Cincinnati other than it's a bigger market and media would love that Uh, same with the Lions everybody likes to make fun of them because they play every Thanksgiving and usually they're bad so I don't see Joe Burrow getting a better deal going there Uh, they have Matthew Stafford who he's done great for him in my opinion just they don't give him really any good teams to play for they've had a handful of playoff worthy teams but I think that's it Giants, you can say, yeah, if he goes there <clears throat> to New York, obviously they're not that far off from two Super Bowls. They've been kind of a laughing stop, laughing stock of a franchise in recent recent couple years. But if he went to New York, the Football Giants, yes, media would love that. That's about as good for the media as it can get. Um, so I'll give them a pass if he ended up in Giant and. New York would be probably better for Joe Burrow, but first two, no way, nothing that different than coming to Cincinnati. And then the Dolphins, when have they been relevant in the last 20 years? I think they've had one playoff team um, where they've made the playoffs, and Tom Brady was hurt that year. They play with the New England Patriots. Obviously, they finally, uh, Tom Brady has left that division, But you still have Bill Belichick. They're still going to be good. I just don't see the Dolphins being a much better destination for Joe Burrow. Other than the media thinks they're a nice shiny new toy with all their picks. You do have Buffalo up there also. who They look like a young, promising, successful uh, team. So I don't see how Miami is a better destination over... Cincinnati other than they have a bunch of picks so I think that is a terrible take on why Joe Burrow should not come to Cincinnati Um, next up our next this was kind of the biggest earlier on I think it's now been kind of debunked and he's put it away but Joe doesn't want to play here Joe never once. Joe Burrow never once said he doesn't want to play here. He just said he wants to play for a good team. He doesn't mind going over overall number one, but he wants to play for a championship contender. Who doesn't? Um, you know, he's from Athens, Ohio, a couple hours out. So we're the closest NFL franchise to where he, he grew up. Um, why would you not want to come here and play and hopefully turn turn our franchise around into a successful? And a playoff and championship contender right down the road from your house you can go home uh, eat dinner after playing on Sunday I don't see why you wouldn't want to come here and Joe Burrow has actually he's uh, I think on February 25th somebody asked him if he'd happily play for the Bengals and he said yes so he's kind of put that down on his own uh, and the last one I have here that I did want to go over is it kind of goes back to the first one i went over trade back uh the Bengals should trade back get picks and then draft trevor lawrence or justin fields next season yes this sounds absolutely fantastic trevor lawrence is going to be a good nfl quarterback justin fields has shown promise Um, He had a great season last season. Trevor Lawrence has been good last – he's been great the past two seasons, really. Uh, That said, we're not the only ones wanting those guys. Every other NFL team wants that. I don't see – I mean, how hard was it for us to be this bad and get the first overall pick? We still almost didn't do it. We still almost hadn't done it this season. And – you know, we got to do that again. On top of that, the city of Cincinnati—can we handle another one-two win season? Uh, no, this—the this city was up in arms with how bad we were this this past season. I—I I, I don't know why some fans would want us to tank again. Um, on top of that, we just spent a bunch of money on free season to try and improve this team, now you're going to tell the players, hey, we'd rather you suck. Um, so I just that is yes, it sounds all cool. It sounds all fun to trade back, bolster your team, and then go draft your guy next year, but you're going to need one of the top three picks, honestly. If if not top two to get one of those guys. So you're going to have to suck. On top of that, you have 2026 is the into the cincinnati paul brown stadium lease as of right now it is a in my opinion a realistic take that the cincinnati Bengals move if they give us a, if they give us a poor product on the field cincinnati's not gonna show nfl's gonna you know there, there's other cities that you can uh, move to and get more fans at least right off the break uh, they're not gonna get a team favorable deal with the stadium like I mean, they basically robbed the city of Cincinnati. And that is a potential No, that that's something to look up look at coming up and pushing the can down the road at quarterback. Especially if you don't get one Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence. Well now you've got well, what's plan C, plan B, if you don't get one of those, you know this this fan base will really lose it um if you don't get one of the three guys between those two and Joe Burrow um and you have the chance to get one of them right now and without questions asked yes it sounds good getting picks getting better players or more better players along with all the guys you sign I, I don't see how it's physically possible though or how it's yeah physically possible for the Cincinnati Bengals to suck that bad again um next season and have a chance at one of those two quarterbacks. I just don't see it. Uh, I do think Pittsburgh Steelers eventually Ben Roethlisberger is going to retire. So now is your chance. Get your guy. We can fix things next season and hopefully in about two or three years be really good contenders. The Browns they were supposed to be you know, Super Bowl picks, and we went 500 with them this season. <laughs> so a lot of analysts last season expected them to be potential Super Bowl guys, and they were just middle of the run, and this was a good year for them. Now you do have Baltimore. They are a problem. They are going to be good for the foreseeable future. Um, so <laughs> we're probably looking at to get in needing to be a wild card or a really good team to beat them. And they're going to be a wild card if we're we're not. Uh, If we do somehow somehow win our division. Um, So, yeah, I just don't see. I see a window now, with the exception of Baltimore, but I see a window now, and we just got to take it and build. Um, So those are a couple things. The media, in my opinion, doesn't want Joe Burrow to come here and I get it we're a small market team Mike Brown is one of the worst owners in the entire sports landscape uh I don't we don't know we're I guess the the jury's still out on Zach Taylor we will see what he is once Joe Burrow does come here so the future it, I think the Bengals did everything right this offseason let's get our guy at quarterback um You know, the media, I guess they think Joe Burrow is this nice, shiny new toy to ride on. We don't want to see him go to Cincinnati. Um, And the Bengals did everything right this offseason. I think it's hard, hard hard-pressed not to see them take him and have some success. Uh, As I was just saying, Zach Taylor, the jury is out on him, but, you know, that's why we brought him in here. That's why he is, he's come here, he's... He came from L.A. under the McVay coaching tree. Everybody wanted part of that. Well, I guess we'll see what he's made of. And hopefully he gets A.J. Green healthy. We can get him to some kind of, not necessarily short-term, but some kind of team-friendly, long-term deal. Uh, He's got about three or four more seasons at most to really give us good numbers. So we'll see what Zach Taylor is made of. and uh, I'm excited about the future here, especially if we get Joe Burrow. I'm really excited about this guy. Um, he's kind of coming into a situation where he may be saving Cincinnati football. And I say that because the 2026... You know, the 2026 is coming, and if he... If the Bengals have a poor product, fans are not going to show. And I, I just I see the Browns easily moving it to. I mean, you got San Antonio, Portland, uh, just to name a couple. You do have London. I highly doubt they'd go there, but I mean, London's a world mega city. would be and they do have a decent Bengals crowd. Uh, at least from what I've heard from listening to the radio when we do play over there. I just I think Joe Burrow is going to come here, and he's going to be tasked with providing good enough quarterback play, which I think he can do it. He's definitely an upgrade above Andy Dalton, who's been good, and he does have a lot of Cincinnati records, but I think we'll see a, a much better quarterback play with Joe Burrow coming here. And with good product, good fans come. So he's in charge of saving football here in Cincinnati. Kind of wraps up this first one. I know it's a little shorter. I'm going to go more in-depth on the next one on what we should kind of look for and what I hope happens next weekend after the first round. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, The reason this did take so long is the fact that You know, I kind of said earlier, I I didn't want to whine, moan, and complain every single week about the Bengals for a whole season. Um, I thought about doing bigger sports shows, but I just want to do one thing. One thing I'm most passionate about, and that's Bengals football. Uh, I love it. I love football. I love the NFL. And I love my Bengals, so I I wanted to focus on that. It's what what I'm most knowledgeable about. And i uh, not try to battle too much. I'm not really going to cover Cincinnati Reds. Uh, I don't know much technically about uh, much technically in baseball, so I, you know, I can say, hey, they did a good job, but I'm not going to focus on that. Uh, so I do look forward to this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I uh, try to keep it under 30 minutes for you guys. Um, hope you listen. I'm hoping uh, here this weekend I have the next episode out for you guys, um, so be on the lookout. I appreciate it, and uh, who day.